Hello and welcome to a much delayed episode of the Rampant Mumblings. How have you been doing? A lot has happened since we've last spoken. Game of Thrones, my friends. My God, Game of Thrones has suddenly found its next level. How epic was the last episode? If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it, but winter is most definitely coming. For anybody still wondering, or anybody who has wondered, uh, I have been ill. I'm still ill, but uh, I seem to be better. Uh, in <laughs> the most interesting thing about my life recently is I had to go and sort out some estate, um, um, some issues of my house, and I had to fill out a form to have someone help me fill out a form. Yes, I drove the 15-mile journey to my local town, went to the council office to get help to fill out a form there and then. But I had to fill in the form to get help, and they said, oh, tell you what, we'll do it now. We'll give you a call back on Friday. This was last week. And lo and behold, never heard anything. No shocker there. So that is as exciting as my world has been. I've not really been on any podcast last week or so. Or if I have, I really don't remember. Oh, yes, I have. Um, please, please, please go and check out Not Another Mac podcast with Peter, Carl and myself. Uh, I wasn't particularly on form. I'll put my hands up. It was one of my more disastrous appearances on a, on a show. But there's a little bit of humour there that I think people appreciate. So anyway, after all that, let's go on to some Apple news. WWDC is coming this Monday. Speaking of winter is coming, so is WWDC. And ahead of launch, HomeKit has started to make an appearance from Elgato, notably four devices that are available for pre-order now, but with no real shipping date. So it makes you wonder if they're just going to wait for Apple to drop the, the HomeKit bomb. So the Elgato line of HomeKit compatible product has been nicknamed Eve and this is the blurb just in case you haven't read it. Live smarter by knowing more about the place you care about with Eve. See your home at a glance right on cue using your iPad or iPhone. The Eve family of HomeKit accessories gathers data on air quality, temperature, humidity, air pressure, energy consumption and more. Gain insights that help you improve your comfort and make your home a smarter place. Sounds a little bit more like Nest, really, doesn't it, than some uh, HomeKit-enabled devices. I was kind of hoping that they were going to go with something more than just an array of sensors, as you'll see what I mean in just a second, or here, I should say. So what we've got are four devices, or four things it can measure, I should say. So you've got Eve Room, and with Eve Room, you can... Eve senses the indoor air quality, temperature and humidity to learn how to feel better in your home. Powered by a sophisticated sensor analysing volatile organic compounds. Yes, I won't be having that one in my front room whilst I have a curry then. Eve Weather. With Eve Weather on your patio or in your garden, senses temperature, humidity and air pressure right on your personal, uh, your personal device. So, um... Well, this one that comes in at $49.99, and more worryingly, €49, which seems to be, um, well, a little bit steep, given the conversion rate that we get from the pound for the euro. The EVE room is $79.95. Convert that to euros, that's $79.95. Not say convert to euros, they're selling it for $79 or €79. That's a little bit expensive, if you want to ask my opinion. 
Me personally, I was hoping for things that would let me do stuff, not just tell me stuff because, okay, so if I'm out working, it'd be nice to know what the temperature is inside or outside my house. But um, unless it sort of works with my boiler or my heating, which I don't have, so I've got a log burner, it just seems, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but I just don't see the point, me personally. I'm sure there are going to be people out there if you were to stick it in a greenhouse, but then you can't action anything. It's just the sensor. But the fun doesn't stop there. We have also got the Eve door and window. With Eve door and window, Eve understands whether your door is open or closed at a glance. See the current open closed state at a glance and view statistics on time and duration to make smarter choices. Okay. So it's gonna tell me when my windows are open or closed. Now, I could see that handy for being a door. Uh, I could see that handy, let's say you were, you got burgled and you left your front door open or someone smashed for a window. Would it detect that the window's open then? I don't know, but at least you would have some sort of time. Anyone want to guess how much this sensor is gonna cost you? Anyone? No? $39 or 39 euros. There's no conversion and worryingly, there's no price here for us UK people. So it makes you wonder, I'm gonna go and check actually in a moment, can I order in the US currency uh, and save a bit of money? And finally, we have the device that may actually make some sense, Eve Energy. Now, many, many years ago, I had the unfortunate displeasure of working for PC World, which in the UK, if you're not aware, is one of those god-awful PC retail units that charged the earth and, until recently, forgot that the internet ever happened or existed or, you know, made us feel comfortable with the fact we could order from our homes and not try and pressure, pressure to sell us insurance every time we went in. They used to have, back in the day, RF controlled kits. Now, these weren't internet enabled for the most of the kits I recall, but it was handy that you could have a program on your PC connected up to a transmitter and it would turn lights on, turn appliances on and all that sort of stuff. And this seems to be what Eve Energy is all about. My point is, is that it's not exactly new technology, but check this out anyway. Let me just double tap to go into the screen here. So. With EVE Energy between your power outlet and electrical devices, EVE understands your energy consumption. Instantly see how much energy your devices are using and switch them on and off with a simple tap or using Siri. Now I've set a Siri, turn my lights off, turn the lights on, open the pod bay doors, etc, etc. And it always says I can't find any devices to do that. So this looks like it's a bit of a winner. Now, Anybody want to guess how much this is? Now, there is a slight gotcha with this one. The slight gotcha is that EVE Energy is currently only available for European sockets type E and F and appliances type C and F. So hopefully there's gonna be a chart. Let me just double check the website now. Nope, there's nothing on here to say, you know, what those sort of devices are. So. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of legislation or ruling, not ruling, some sort of guide, hopefully, to say, right, you have these devices, this is what band they're in, or hopefully they're going to turn to European standard. As you can probably tell, I don't know. 
So it only works with European sockets, which sucks just a little bit, unfortunately, for us in the UK and in the USA. But check it out. So the device, which can measure consumption, switch things on and off, gain insights, only costs 49 euros. That's not bad. It's still hellishly expensive, but it is a new technology. Um, it doesn't say that if it's certified by Apple, but... It's not that bad, uh, it's not that bad. It would have been nicer if it had been a bit more of a more mainstream price of let's say 29 euros, just to make it a little bit more accessible. But as this is one of the first ones out there, we can forgive them for that. I want one, I've got to say, but it does come back to the problems that I've been talking about on the Mac and Forth show, which is how does it turn on an appliance that has a manual switch? because you're now introducing an element of failure. Anyone out there who's followed my blog posts or listened to me on the Mac and Forth show knows my seemingly never-to-be-answered quest of how in a kettle I can turn on from the bedroom, from the front room, or from the car when I get home. Or even better, let's integrate it with iBeacon so when I pull up outside the house, it knows that it's about six o'clock in the evening, I like to have a brew, and it does all the work for me. Now, you can get the iKettle, which is 99 pounds, and that's a step in the right direction. But my point is, with the Eve Energy, it has a point of failure, and that is, you need to turn on the gadget before you can turn on the gadget. So, for example, with a kettle, you need to obviously make sure it's full, well, that's a no-brainer. But you also need to make sure you've turned it on, as in the little manual switch. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. The same with your washing... Well, I suppose you can get the same with your washing machine. So it's a good step to on-off integration, but it's not quite there. So, for example, my um, LinkStation NAS. Is it LinkStation or Zywear? ZXL? Zyzel? Z-Y-X-E-L, however you say it. That only uses five watts at night. And that's not bad, but to shut it down, you have to log into it via, my, via your laptop, phone, or whatever. Go to log in, go to the menu, wait for the menu, go down to shut down, click on the prompt to shut down. It's not easy. Now, that may only be five watts, but when you start adding up all these little five watts, it soon makes a dent. So it's going to be very interesting to see, will this have enough traction to make places, let's say devices like Synology, support this? Now there are other sort of home control protocols like Zigbee, for example, or HVAC, which are massive, massive corporations that have been around for years and they do controlling, monitoring, temp, uh, switch things on and off. But they never made inroads into bringing that sort of technology into the house. So all respects for Apple, for, bring, for HomeKit, for trying to bring a technology that's used by corporations around the world. And you go and have a look at Zigbee, Z-I-G-B-E-E, -E, used all around the world by companies to save money. And yet it's never been sort of developed or pushed to be compatible for our home. So... If Apple can get some sort of traction and if they can get people to sign up to a secure, robust protocol that's hopefully going to be more developed and more accessible for developers. And let's face it, if there is ever going to be 
a bunch of people who are going to embrace a new bit of technology or an idea. It's going to be Apple developers that we might actually be onto something. And and as I've said before, it also fits with Apple's green credentials. You know, they're building these solar farms. They're uh, going as green as they can. They're doing one in the Greenpeace report for eco-friendliness. You know, they, they really do seem to be, maybe it's a corporate ploy, maybe I'm just being cynical, but they really do seem to be trying to do something for the environment. And so that's to be applauded. Now, they can only do so much. But imagine if, say, they shipped half a million of these devices or half a million devices came onto the market and were actually purchased and used. Half a million, five watts that starts to make a bit of an impact. And that's only on the small scale. If it was to go bigger and actually start integrating with devices, so I'm gonna put my neck out and say at WWDC, there's gonna be some really hefty HomeKit integration in the new Apple TV, or let's hope it's the Apple TV, not another Apple gadget, because then that makes me worry that they are spreading themselves way too thin. And let's face it, do we really want another time machine situation where yeah, time machine's all right. Uh, don't know if I'd fully trust it, though. And that's the thing. They're, if they do release another bit of hardware, I would be now starting to think, they're growing, but can they cope? And I think, that hopefully, if they do this thing in WWDC as an aside, uh, where they say, right, we're going to take a year out, we're just going to polish what we have, get everything up and running, get it running smoother, add more features like Cortana, which I'm really desperate to try now, if I'm honest. I think that would reassure a lot of people. But then you're always going to get the naysayers that say, Apple are doomed because they've run out of ideas, or Apple are doomed and they're going to wait a year for technology. Well, yeah, Apple do wait a year for, a te- for technology. They wait for technology to catch up with them. Look at the new MacBook. You know, they obviously have had to make some huge compromises to get that sort of battery life with that sort of performance. Now, the performance isn't the best, but I don't think there's much out there which really competes with it, is there? Just for a really uninteresting fact, which matches my really uninteresting life, that previous segment was my longest continuous rampant mumble coming in at five minutes, 34 seconds. Just thought I'd share that with you. So, as I'm talking about WWDC, the Apple TV HomeKit, here's a left-field prediction. I wonder if Apple would ever have the audacity to say, this is our lowest-powered but most powerful Apple TV ever, and then actually go on to describe some really insane statistic like, your typical LED uses one watt. We've refined this process and we use quarter of a watt, and watch everyone stand up in applause. Now, rumour has it, no, sorry, not rumour, Sorry, my apologies. People familiar with the matter, the phrase I hate most and someone saying to me, I'll tell you what, give me your details and we'll touch base. Uh, No, my friend, you are not touching my base. Uh, There's a load of other jokes to go there, but I'll try and keep this episode family friendly. Uh, And if you've forgotten the point that I was making, um, yeah, yeah, people familiar with the matter have reported to Recode that apparently Apple and they're going to pull their alleged announcement of a product that they haven't announced that the rumour mill said that they were going to announce because they haven't got the content deals in place. Um, they have a little bit. The only thing that they haven't got on the, in the UK, anyway, uh, some of the main terrestrial channels, which 
I can't really see them putting up much of a fight because they're on every blinking thing possible, but there could be fact like Channel 5, ITV, Channel 4 here in the UK, a sort of locked down to agreements with UView as an exclusive for a while, so that may hinder them. But other than that, Sky's not too bad, Sky Go isn't too bad. And let's face it, you know, we're going to have a different set of licensing problems here in the UK to that of our American, uh, our American counterparts. Other things that might happen with the Apple TV, but probably won't, uh, the Apple TV to get a significant upgrade, to get more memory, uh, and to be HomeKit enabled, so pretty much everything that everyone already knows anyway. Um, I'd actually like it to see it be powerful enough so my phone isn't tied up doing a lot of work with the, with the Apple Watch. So if I'm in bed and I've got my phone on silent, is there any reason why the Apple TV shouldn't take control of my notifications and all the data and all those sort of background processes for the day just to free up my iPhone and get better battery life as an example? It would be sort of like remote sync, I suppose, in a... Apple's gotten better at sync, just not with iTunes syncing. As one of the members of the Mac in Forth um, Google Plus forum I've pointed out recently. So anyway, I have got more theories, but I'm going to save them because this evening, it's Wednesday the 3rd of June, I'm going to be on the Mac in Forth show with Carl, Matt and Adam Christensen. Yes, once again, I'm rubbing heads with one of the podcast elites. Uh, so far, I've met Kelly from, I haven't met her, I'm talking metaphorically, from the XAMB show, who now works for Tao. I've met Don McAllister from Screencast Online, Peter from Deeper Look, Antonio, um, Gary from Not Another Mac Podcast, I think that's his name, not actually met him, but uh, yeah, I've kind of been welcomed into the world of podcasting and it does make me feel, how do I explain it? Not happy. And, not like what I'm doing is worthwhile, but there is a nice sense of, you know, that's really nice that, you know, they've added me to you know, their own Twitter account. Yeah, they've actually added me, so maybe it's a good, you know, it's just something nice is what I'm trying to say. And even I'm not going to try and put that onto a cynical uh, note. And anyway, on that note, I've been going for over 15 minutes, which means I've broken the 10 minute barrier again, which should have come as no surprise as I was in a meeting today told to give a 10 minute presentation uh i ended up going off half an hour i even used the line uh yeah i might have gone on for a little bit longer than intended but i'm not entertained that did get a bit of laughter hopefully it wasn't just nervous laughter uh we'll see at the outcome of the meeting and so finally before i start on yet another topic and go off on another epic ramble and plus the fact i'm getting a bit hungry and i want my tea all that remains for me to say is that you can obviously follow all of my writings reviews and ramblings over on the essentialmac.co.uk website you can also find me on many podcasts at the moment as i said i'm going to be on this week's episode today is june not july as i made the mistake of saying in my meeting with the Mac and Forth show, we're going to be doing our WWDC rumour roundup and uh, trying to, uh, we've all submitted some questions that we're going to ask everyone else and see who gets the, the most amount of points. Unfortunately, Matt, who is a bit of a, an Apple insider, shall we say, isn't going to be playing. He's going to be the quiz master. Now, I was going to line up a load of sound effects like what well, quack quack oops from the Dave Lee Travis days, if anyone knows that. 
blockbusters, going for gold, nothing in this game for two in the bed, play your cards right, and all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, Matt's American, so I don't know if he would get it, nor if Adam would, which is a shame, but normally with these things, they say much more funnier in my head than they actually do when I come to execute them. Of course, you can follow me on the Twitter, and as you're listening to this podcast, you probably know you can get it on iTunes, but did you know you could also leave me feedback? Please do. There's, there's a great number of you out there now that are subscribing. It'd be nice to hear back from someone. If not, it does mean that I'm going to start breaking up the same board and playing sad songs every time I don't get any feedback. I'm not being needy. It's just nice to know you're out there. So drop me a line if you've got any topics you'd like me to talk about. And if I haven't mentioned it already, you can find me on the Twitter at Ocean Speed, where you can follow my progress. Oh, I say progress. It's more of a slow motion disaster unfolding as I'm trying to train for the Great North Run but even more stupid than that more stupid than going to a velodrome when I still had the flu it could barely breathe to say in the first instance I've now entered myself in for a 75 mile 70 mile race around Pembrokeshire Pembrokeshire is notorious for its weather being somewhat it's either good or shockingly bad there is no in between uh, it's either rainy or windy that's our definition of good and bad. Um, for 70 miles, yes, that one's in five weeks. And the longest distance I've ever cycled in a day is 30. So, yeah, feel free to follow me on the Twitter and uh, see how well I do on my training, if that sort of thing floats your boat. Or, like I say, just drop me a line. It is genuinely good to hear the feedback and speak to people. And if you want to come on the show and have a chat, if you're an Apple fan or you think we've got something that we could discuss, just get in touch. So until the next time, with almost hitting the 20 minute mark, all that makes me now to say is, ta-da, I'll speak to you next time. And please do subscribe to this show and to the Mac and Forth show being broadcast tonight. Cheerio.